0: Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy.
1: That was Jeremy, and I'll try to, I'm Will. I was trying to make that more like...
2: Mysterious, not like whisper. Batman. not Not Joe Biden.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay. Gosh.
1: We've already derailed. We're in, well, the, we're in the first 60 was seconds. a good
0: three seconds. Mm. I'm Jeremy. Oh, my. Okay. There it is again. Just stop. um
1: <laughs> Don't act like that, So, Jeremy. it's been
0: a while since we've been with you all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, Jeremy showed up last week. Jeremy showed up last week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I don't, I don't like subscribe to our own podcast. But did you really do a podcast by yourself? He did, yeah. yeah. Like the last episode was just you talking. Uh, Thirty-one th- minutes, baby.
0: Th- I bet no one talking. listened yeah. to that. Baker, I, how I many plays to. do we
1: have on that? Do you have any idea? One.
0: We what have we one play. Oh, he had his like, finger up. I think he was telling us one moment.
1: Oh, he's looking it up.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's we'll called, get back to you. on It's called "Should We Pay Pastors Money and Motive."
1: What was the conclusion?
0: Jeremy uh, goes solo yeah. as he looks at the question: Should pastors get paid? That would Does money change motive? So, so that would be awkward money if you simple, said, "No, yes. we why shouldn't Yeah, would question pastors. So no, today? I looked
2: at like the legitimate, like the legitimate question of why should we pay pastors and why people are upset that pastors get paid because I think there's some legitimacy to it because I think of bad experiences and uh, mm-hmm. history and today and and yeah, so I think a lot of snakes have like uh, poisoned that
1: well and made it an issue. I might have to go back and listen to that. Yeah. And see where no, I I I of you. I make fun you actually. Oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> four? We had 4 listeners <laughs> on that on that episode. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. listen to it. So, so we people it up. listen.
2: Here's here's the deal. We need hmm. through, through the, the app. app. Through okay, the okay app. so no, we don't really yeah. know. I don't even I when if I listen, I don't listen
0: When I listen I go through the app because I like really? to see you all.
2: So I do it on iTunes.
0: No, I don't. I I listen on iTunes. I don't like you you all. Okay. Well, we. Thanks. I don't like for we to cloud up or clog up my uh, podcast feed on Apple. That On Apple, iTunes. That's not well, you can listen
2: podcasts. to this on iTunes or Spotify or Spotify or the New Heights
1: Church app. Yeah.
0: Which is how I prefer to listen to it. So
2: Yeah. So, and hopefully, yeah. You know, and, and I'm, I'm glad
1: think. we told everyone who's already listening to this. Uh, they obviously know where they can listen to You, you know what you can do? They
2: else. can share it. They can share it and get more people listening.
1: Yeah. And if you share.
0: Do we want that, though? Is that what we want, though? Well, if
1: you share this podcast, there's a chance that you could win something. (gasps) We're
0: going to put your name in a hat for a drawing.
1: There is. Well, there's not a good chance, but there is a chance. A PlayStation 4. So you're telling me there is a chance. (laughs) How many Playstations are there now? Five, uh, five. I was your five. Yeah.
2: PlayStation five. Whatever the new, we can't like, afford a PlayStation that's say, five. That's not that, all, that impressive. I am like, I'm like, a PlayStation two. You I have a PlayStation <laughs> one in my house. We have an Xbox three sixty somewhere. You can donate to the church. When you, you can, can
1: win uh, an opportunity to play a game on PlayStation one with me. <laughs> <laughs> NBA Live ninety eight. That's Whoa. the game we will play. That would destroy you if we play that.
0: Oh mm. my! I would. Okay, so um it's been a while since we've been together. It, obviously you can tell. Um has been out of t- town touring the country um from his recent bookie release back in uh April.
2: Yep. Yeah. It was that, all the way
0: in
1: Colorado.
0: Yeah, that's impressive, isn't it? It is
1: very impressive. That was not a book tour event. I, mean, I do have a book tour event later this year. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. In wow. Missouri.
0: Well. So. Would you like to take a, a friend with you? I know another yeah. I know another man who has written a book who would oh, be happy to I have a, I you also have a friend you. who's
1: made a board game. <laughs> yeah. You could play with I'll him. I'll consider all these options. <laughs> take the guy who wrote a book. Yeah, that's probably a better idea.
2: Yeah. No one wants my board game.
0: Take a son if you want, even. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a great take idea. a son too.
1: I'd love to take Benjamin with me.
0: Um no, so uh, we've we've been a little busy. Uh, life has um, <laughs> life has been uh, happening a whole lot, and so we've had to uh, cancel a few weeks. I I was near death last week with an illness. You were the lady sickness. You, yeah, you all know what I'm referring to the lady sickness. COVID. Yeah, yeah, COVID. <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I've heard of this.
0: So. Um, <laughs> No, We German. were actually
1: on a retreat for Acts 29 pastors, and we went to Colorado. It's the yeah. highest I've ever been <laughs> in Colorado. Oh, man. There in elevation. Go. In elevation. There I you mean, go. Look at that The highest elevation I've so been.
2: Yes. So be careful. You
0: so listen, uh, you all, the all the guys who've been preaching through Esther, phenomenal. Um, it's only
2: been really well, though. <laughs> it hasn't has yeah. been.
0: You did really was, good on your thanks. sermon. I really love Jabes' sermon. I yeah, hate, I hate and to Patrick call him both Jabes. Preached
1: and, uh, Logan preached I call him Jb's Yeah, that's don't, always an no, option.
0: Don't cause that makes me think of scabies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cause it rhymes and I'm like a rhyming person. So I'm sorry, Jabes. Now people are gonna probably call you scabies. That's great. Jabs scabies. Can you uh, see it yeah. just rolls off the tongue so easily? Yeah, that's so um I really, no, I really have enjoyed it. Um, don't appreciate being called out every Sunday. Oh, um, man. Um, so you weren't
1: in the building. I didn't think you'd catch that.
0: Oh, I was oh, watching. She was watching I, it, I've been watching. I'm very Were faithful. you
1: commenting as I was preaching? Like, I was
0: texting you. Do you not remember? Did- I saw the text messages. I was texting I didn't you. see them while I was preaching. I saw them I was them hoping you would read them while it costs. You were like, suck it up and volunteer. <laughs> yeah, for VBS. Um... <laughs> So um, no, so I'm glad you didn't refer to um, the whole Esther situation as the Bachelor this week. That would be another one of my complaints if I could continue to complain about. it. Yeah, I've given up about on it. that. Well, because the Bachelor is nice and Flor you know. And mm-hmm. you know, if we really look at Esther's story and that whole story, like these it's, women were taken. It was horrible. And yeah, enslaved, horrible. and um, yeah. well, so, the two can't be compared, really. Yeah,
2: and I was going to say that the the um, I think. Uh, what what everything I think you said it the first week you preached was how so often in like popular cinema he's he's painted as a romantic yeah and yeah he's anything but um, yeah he's a horrible human One and even this past pink, yeah. chapter showed it too like she shows courage and look how weak he is he's not even able to go against he his leaves. own law yeah well not only that but like think about this he says this is the this is my uh, I can't go back against my own decree because I would have to admit that I was wrong in something mm-hmm. like he's a cowardly human
1: just yeah. the worst. The worst. But God. Esther.
0: Similar to my coffee champ, right now.
1: Champion in chapter seven.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool so who's, who's, That's preaching? Why I called who's preaching you out? next week? I, I didn't oh. call you
1: out to pick a fight was, with you. I, I called you out to tell you this well, was is watching. Esther's shining moment in the story.
0: It was. But see, you don't do. Here's the thing. You don't do that when you preach on Jonah or you John. You still mad at me? No, I'm just saying. I'm She's still just mad. saying. I'm not mad. I'm She's just, just saying.
1: Disappointed.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is well, it necessary? I am necessary? preaching, I is am it preaching necessary? this coming Sunday. So, are you going to right your wrongs? Um,
1: yeah. You want to so change your ways? I'm open, yeah, I'm open to your critique. If you have any tips, I'm
0: just saying you don't have to be like. Now. Esther, this is not, here's Esther's moment. Like, you don't go through John and Jonah and Jacob and Solomon and all these other books of the Bible, and you're not like, here, this is I Sol- sure do. Well,
1: Jonah has a moment. He gets all pouty pants yeah, and you sits d- under that but tree. but you,
0: you don't do every sermon like you do with Esther because you keep focusing on Esther because she's a woman, and it's a book of the Bible
2: hmm. about a woman. Get my popcorn. I'm just going to watch. <laughs>
0: Give me back my popcorn. It no, it's... Long. Listen, no, it's been a great series. I've really appreciated how you all have taken the time to go through it. And I'm looking forward to getting back into Mark so you'll shut up about Esther. Well, <laughs> not I'm really not nervous. I'm, no, to, I'm really... I'm excited I'm for you to, pre- so to finish it out.
2: You need to take out those jokes you put in about Esther. And, you better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll,
0: that I'll meme I put on Facebook about hitting your pastor on Bison's preaching? I'll so, tackle
2: you. I'll be honest. I, I was... <clears throat> if, if you had told me... I mean, like, I, I've, I've, you know, you read through Esther, but, like, when you're when you're preaching through it and you're paying attention to when certain things happen, it, it's interesting to see, okay, this happened. There's still three chapters, right? Like, yeah. like there's still a lot that's going to happen and go on because even though Haman's dead, the decree still went out, hey, these people have to be killed. And so that has to wrap up somehow. And so I'm excited to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah, another time and another day, we'll have a conversation off air. Or off recording. Oh my goodness. About the other questions wow. I have. Oh, yeah. About Esther.
1: Oh, um, no.
2: Oh, boy. We should only totally do that on no. air?
1: No, I don't want to do that on air.
2: Oh. Is this is about the ladies' disease? This COVID <laughs> disease? That yeah, I, maybe.
1: I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't Ooh. know what she's referring to. I don't want to talk about it, though.
2: But I am excited to talk about today's topic. What me is too. Topic? I don't know. Well, you tell me. today's topic, <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Heather. So we do have a mailbag question that we had submitted, and we try to answer these. Um, we try not to put these off just so that our listeners who are submitting these can, um, you know, get their answers. Um in a timely fashion, because otherwise we, uh, we get a little carried away. Um, so the question is, um, how should Christians go about negotiating pay and benefits in the workplace? Considering greed, is there an offer that we should turn down if it feels like overpay? And with Ooh. the opposite extreme, is there biblical precedent for leaving a job for being underpaid or sticking it out to provide for your family?
2: Okay, so... I think it's a really good question. I, I love these type of questions. We know. I do. I actually didn't submit these. I.
0: I'm gonna find out the truth one day, Jeremy. No, no,
2: it's it's Phil Beatty. It's the Ruben Steuben thing was based off the Real Family Kids. He he okay. submitted this question. So Phil, I know you're trying to stay anonymous, but uh, he's,
0: he's you just called him out. He's called you out several times to I cover have. himself. I think because I I I've do. gotten really upset with him. At I times. love
2: I love I love Phil. I love the way his mind thinks. But the reason why I think it's so fascinating. So number one, I I like the first part better. Cause I I, th- I have no problem saying someone should be able to say yeah I'm underpaid I'm gonna find something I'm gonna find a better empl- uh, better employment better job um, now should you do that is it wise to do that if you can't provide for your family no but if you can if you can say I'm gonna stick it out and you know look for something else until I find something better um, I don't think that's I don't think that's great I think it's being paid your, your due wage I think it's uh, it's there is a recognizing you're being taken advantage of or that um, you know, that you you might have a set of I can't. It's not a set of skills, whatever Liam Neeson says. Um, that should and could oh, yeah. earn you um uh it, more money. Now, do I think you can? I'm curious what you think about this. Do the second, the the first part of the question actually that I think is more interesting. Agreed. Yeah, should you turn down more money than you think your job is worth?
1: I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Um, Oh, yeah? Why not, Mr. Greedy Pants?
0: So I think sometimes people, (laughs) I think personally some people probably don't think they're, they're worth more. I think a lot of times you can get caught up in, like, what you think your worth is and, like, oh, no, don't, you know, I don't want you to do that.
1: Yeah, well, so there's there's a. Um,
0: I think there's probably a fine line. You have to take into account the where other.
1: the money's coming from too. So oh, like yeah. if you're getting paid you know, by Amazon, shady. Jeffrey Bezos here yeah. is you know.
0: I don't know who
1: that is. You know who Jeffrey Bezos no, is? He's an don't astronaut. <laughs> that's <laughs> so. That's <laughs> another
2: guy. I feel like you're on. Um, no, well, I mean, he is now. He's trying to go to space, oh, right? That's, Him that and guy. he's the founder
1: yeah. of Amazon.
2: Okay. Um, okay, go ahead. I'm, i I want to hear this.
1: So if yeah, if if you're. If you're being funded by like a multi-million-dollar corporation, yeah, um, I think you have to take into account too the source of the of the money, and and it's and it's fair for what you do. But if you're going to like bankrupt a business because you're demanding your employer pay you more than that business can actually sustain, yeah, but then see, there's think, a difference. Uh, yeah, I don't. So it sounded if you're working for like a small mom and pop shop, and yeah. you're just like nickel and on I need you know this and that.
2: So so I think the question though is if if. If uh, someone you, offers you more money yeah. than you know you're worth. And you're like, man, like I'm not worth this.
1: Maybe you are worth that. To, to that company.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, what if the you... company's
1: saying, we want to pay you this, then I would say you are worth that to yeah. them. Because
0: they would truly know you're worth. I mean, it would it would come in. So
1: here's what I'd say about it. The, like, the issue, I don't think, is necessarily greed. But the issue would come in idolatry of, of work. Um, to make the money or stewardship of the money that you make yeah so like you can't make more money than you deserve and then tithe on what you think you deserve (laughs)
2: okay but can, can you say this can you so you're
1: like everything above what i think i'm worth i'm gonna pocket because because that's gravy or something like that would be greedy so like you need to be a good steward if if you end up if you find yourself making more money than you ever expected to then then god's blessing you with that and you need to be a good steward of that and you need to you know, help his, his church mission with that, Mm -hmm. with those finances. Um,
2: So I got a quick question. I'm curious what you think. So if, could you say, could I say, listen, I, I, I'll take every pay increase I can get because I think my, maybe not my skills, but I value my time to be, uh, immeasurable in money because I have such a finite amount an unknown, finite amount. Mm -hmm. So I don't know when I'm going to die. So like, what what is my life? I mean, I'm trading my life. What is what is that? How much does that mean to me? I mean, I could be doing a lot of other things. I could be hanging out with my kids, that have that has eternal impact. If I'm if I'm working back at the book uh, book binding factory, uh, binding books, you know, like that's something that may not have the eternal significance that something else might. But I'm trading an unknown portion of my life to do this. Could I could I say, listen, I'm, I should get all the money I can, because my time is worth that but maybe I not think, my skills
1: but i think your job does have eternal significance in a roundabout way i mean if you're if you're binding books in a factory mm-hmm. you're doing that to provide for your family sure. so that your and family can have what you they do, need
0: you do it with all of your and your family
1: does right. last forever but, but, so i mean I'm, it does have eternal weight i'm not weight. saying
2: it doesn't but what i'm saying is that it's
1: kind of what you said
2: no 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 the, but the, okay so one time i asked a guy to to do some ministry work with me and i didn't like what he said because it it, it hurt my feelings a little but he was absolutely right, and I saw that later on. Um, Am I the guy? Was it Will? That's no. what I I feel saying. like it's me. It's like a long setup. No, no, no. It, was, it wasn't you. It wasn't okay. you. Um, this guy said he wouldn't. He would not do this thing, uh, and he says, "I believe I can have I have so many hours a day, and I think that I need to make the greatest ministry impact. And I don't think the thing you want me to do is that. So, so I I took. I was like, Jesus, Elise. Well, it, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't. No. <laughs> no. So um, it was it was me. Um, so I'm I, sorry I, just, I said that to you. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You ended up doing it. <laughs> I have
0: a question. Is bookbinding your dream job? You've no. It I worked in a bookbinding
2: factory actually. Did you really? Yeah. a teenager. Yeah. Okay. Um. Under so the table or? No, no. I worked. It was okay. a legit job. I was asking. You know, I mean, you seem very interested in. It's just a very random job that I've had. It, it is, just yeah. my mind. That's interesting. Um. So I. uh But anyways, I having. Uh, what was I even talking about? Oh yeah, so
0: bookbinding.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I was about bookbinding. This guy wanted yeah, to so maximize just, his. It's not use to say that bookbinding
2: bookbinding at the factory is has no um, no ministry impact, but I could have a greater ministry impact doing something else, maybe. So to say, listen, if you want, if you pay me more, then I could do have greater ministry impact. I could give more. I could do more for my family. I could whatever it is.
1: Well, I'm, Paul kind of gets at that when he deals with relationships, like. He says if you're married you're gonna you're gonna look at how you can please your wife and thereby I think implied is your kids too. Yeah. But he says if you're single you you look how you can please the Lord. I think there's an implication there that he's just frankly saying if you are um if you don't have a wife and kids, um or if you don't have a husband and kids, then you can you can dedicate more time to ministry. So he, I think I think Paul's getting at the time is one of your assets it in, absolutely it, in is. that passage. Yeah. Um so, but but I don't think you know. I I think there's a, a sense in which this issue we have to entrust it to the Lord and, and trust His sovereignty. Yeah. Um. So like we don't not sleep because people are lost. Right. Like we don't we don't not get eight hours of sleep each you night. Don't lose sleep.
0: Whoa. <laughs> I'm losing a lot of sleep right I'm now. Just go ahead. No, I sleep like a
1: Calvinist <laughs> <I'm>, man. Um, <laughs> oh, but I mean, taking that <laughs> idea that 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 person who was not me said to you like I want to maximize Baker's my crumb. my hours, you know, for ministry impact. Like t- if you take that idea to the extreme, you won't sleep. Yeah. Like
0: That's true because you'll always be working. Or you well, won't spend something. time with your family. But, I, I, but, Dude,
2: that's but good, we yeah. agree with what he says though. There's a degree in what he says is true. Like yeah, you I, don't want to
1: waste your time. Right. And, like, and that's
2: what he was saying without saying it. So Doing I'm, this project with you was wasting your time. Yeah, I wish
1: he would have just said that, but you would have been even more hurt. Yeah, I that. Been,
2: yeah, because I knew what
1: he was saying. You read between the lines. I knew, I knew said, exactly what he is was saying. a waste of my time.
2: But but, but, I, but I I completely understand where he was coming from. At, like it took a couple years for me to be like, yeah, you know what, you're right. Yeah, um, but he held on to that bitterness. Oh, for I the was, long dude. Time. I was really angry. I was really angry about it because yeah. Anyways. You know, but um, I I, I what I'm, my point is, I don't think valuing your time. I think oftentimes we say I should get paid by just my skill. I don't think it's wrong for the employee to go. But this is also my time as well, and I value that. Mm-hmm. My skills and my
0: time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I didn't know we had so much to say about that. Well, there's
1: I mean, so, there's, so a, there's a level of honor. Um, in in Ephesians, <coughs> uses the term. <coughs> excuse me, bond servants and masters. Mm-hmm. Um which is a reference to indentured servitude, which is not how American capitalism works. But I think the principles still apply, that bosses need to be honorable and respectful in meeting the needs of their servants slash employees. Um, but then also employees need to need to be obedient and honor their bosses like they honor Christ. That's what the Bible says. Yeah. And so when both of those parties work together, then I... I if, if both parties is operating in that, then I think you're going to have the the ideal. But the problem comes in like you work for a non-Christian company yeah. or a non-Christian boss or you're a Christian boss and you have employees that aren't Christians. It's, it's just not always going to be so nice and neat. So I would I would love to have,
2: just on the area of greed, Jeremy Ball come in one time and talk about, is was, it wrong? I was going to say, who's that? <laughs> so so j- Jabes. Jabes. Yeah, Jabes. Jabes. Um, to have to have him sit down and talk because at one time we had like a two hour conversation. It was really interesting. But is it sinful for Christians to be salespeople in the sense that you're trying to make as much money? Um, is, is is being a salesperson? Can it does it inevitably lead you to to um, to
1: to greed? I agree. mean, you and I talked about this too. I yeah. mean, I think you and I that's disagreed a, great, a little bit. I think
0: that's a great topic. Disagree. Really dis- so, I'll, I'm going to throw my two cents in. I used to work for a Christian bookstore. Um, I'll not name it. If you've ever shopped there, you'll understand well, what I'm saying. Um, we
1: all know the Christian bookstore that Heather used to work for.
0: No, you don't. Be quiet.
1: They had the little apron on. Yeah, I did at yeah. the mall. Shh. Yeah, a little purple apron. Shut We're out. not naming it though. Wait a minute. Did, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm in all seriousness. How long ago was this?
0: Uh, Eight years ago.
1: Oh, I used to buy all my Phew. Casting Crown CDs from Heather. No, listen.
0: You're a liar. Yeah.
2: We used to I'll go swear. in there. I bet you I, I've seen you. I, I bet you.
0: I'll um, praise you in
1: this storm. about so, that CD there? So,
0: um, you know... I love, like that That was one of my favorite things to do, like go to different Christian bookstores and, uh, you know, purchase things because you actually get to look at the books, flip through them and everything, and I love to do that. Um, one of the things that I absolutely hated about working there was when you were checking out, mm-hmm. you know, Jeremy, you come with your purchases, and I have to offer you 10 different things. Right. And, you right. know, these are a great deal, and the reason that I'm doing that. That most of the customers do not know is because there was a competition, and the manager. Oh, I shouldn't have said it. The people, the people yeah. <laughs> wanted yeah. you to get a certain number the persons. Jeff. of. Persons. Yeah, him. They wanted you to get a certain number uh, per <laughs> evening, Go. and in, included in that was sponsorships mm-hmm. for an organization that sponsors children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would always. Um, like that's so. I, why
1: did that bother you? I'm just curious.
0: Because if we didn't get stuff, uh, if we didn't sell like a certain amount of five dollars items, or if right. we didn't get a sponsorship, like we would get in trouble.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that.
0: And here's the thing: like you're pressuring people to take on a, a financial responsibility right. of thirty-five, forty dollars a month for a right. child that they may not be able to. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is you have this this image here of what their drinking water looks like, and you're guilt- You're trying to guilt right. them. In. Now there's so a, the
1: child sponsorship. I get that's
0: there's gross. a fine line between like. I mean that selling to me, the
1: selling the five dollars CDs yeah no, like at that's hundred percent okay like, like hey here's a really
0: good deal on these things you know and but I was brutally honest because they got to pay rent and
1: stuff like they got to pay rent at the mall and all they that. don't now um, well, maybe maybe you, know, you didn't sell enough. I was <laughs> <what they laughs> listen I sold plenty. <laughs>
0: Um, But I was always honest, you know, if if there was something that was good, I'm like, hey, this is awesome, I've used this, I've tried it, you know what I mean? But also, um, if I knew that they could get something cheaper out back at Ollie's, I'd be like, listen, I can't tell you this, (laughs) but... Yeah,
1: you are know. the reason they're not there. Well, anymore. no.
0: Here's the thing: P- they would they would come back to me and be like, "Listen, I really appreciate that because yeah. I was able to do this, you know, and buy other things." So you created
1: yeah. like customer loyalty.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I mean, I believe so. Um, and so I think there's a fine line, and you know, I I believe that it is present probably in all organizations across the board, even Christian organizations, because oh, definitely. Um, I I got wrote up on time because a man said that I wouldn't. I didn't try to sell him on a sponsorship of a child. Mm. And and you were rewarded with like a fifty dollar um, gift card if yeah. you sponsored. And that was like one of the reasons like
2: why not send the fifty dollar gift card to the the kid that's, you know, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, so I, I there is there's parts of there's and Okay, so Blockbuster used to have the same scheme. Who? Blockbuster. What's that? It, was, it was a movie rental store, okay. yeah. Uh, movie gallery? Really? Yeah. So but you're what I you? Know, how do you get movie them? Like, go- real to real or VHS? <laughs> the movie
0: gallery was down in Logan County, okay. But yeah. no, they had
2: one they had more of those in Winfield.
0: Stereo video?
2: I don't remember any okay. of those. Uh so there so I, I find it problematic um when you're pressuring people. Okay, so like I, I know that the the argument would be that's part of your job, right? Is to upsell. Um, I, I just I feel like there is a, and and this is why I would love to have James on uh, dealing with this because I think that upselling can lead to deceptive practices, right? If you know you're benefiting. Sure,
1: it can lead to that, but I, that doesn't make the practice it's in and of it, for it. It, it, it. doesn't make the practice in and of itself wrong. No,
2: but it's fertile ground for it. And but my my point is is that like the,
1: having a having a high profit margin on a on an item or a product that you sell is not is not wrong.
2: No, I'm not. No, it's not wrong. Again, it's fertile ground.
1: The Bible doesn't give like a, a here's a disagreement. No, a perfect yeah, line on here. where the profit margin should end. It and, does not. It does so, not. But I do think I do think that. And you're not being deceitful. I mean, like everyone knows when you buy something that the store is making money on your purchase. Oh yeah. Like, sure. Like like I know I know when I when I buy coffee that that there's a markup. So let me me make it clear.
2: I don't think it's sinful for a Christian to be a salesperson. Okay. Um, (laughs) All
1: the salespeople that
2: listen. Right. calling in. So I don't think it's that. Uh, But, but I do think I would have a hard time, for example, selling the vehicle knowing, and they're saying what's the best offer. And so I have to
1: lie to them. So I would say this, I I could see where it could violate someone's conscience. I'd be very hesitant to say that certain practices are necessarily sinful, but, I mean, well, some of them are. If you're just yeah. clearly being deceptive, I mean, you can't lie. That's yeah. that's clearly a sin. So if you're lying, then then yeah, yeah, th- then that's sinful. But I think but, you can sell a but, car without lying. But you, you can, might not be a great car salesman. But it, it, I don't can, know.
2: If when you're upselling, and yeah, if you have, and I'm um, probably at the Christian bookstore is probably not a good example, but uh, Jeremy would tell you at the non-Christian bookstore <laughs> anything good. No, he would tell you that you would sit down and get to know your customer, and you probably know whether or not this person should or should be doing this right um and but like you can make money for their bad decisions yeah. right. mm-hmm. is that something is if you know but you can benefit right. is that where be is that is that now well and it, I think
1: it's, that's where it comes where where what comes into play is the Holy Spirit in that employee's life so like as an employee even, are you willing to do the right thing even if it makes you not the best employee yeah and that's and that's where I think individually you do what honors the Lord, not what honors your boss. Well, and
0: also I think if you do that, if you're honest and you try to, if you try to do what's best for the other person, like that's going to help you get customer loyalty too. Like, hey, go see Jeremy. He, you know, helped me do this. And I think that's something that you'll be blessed with.
2: So I, I a job in college that I had was, uh, you know, the people you call and they're like, this is with. What- the something something police. If you give ten dollars, they try to get you the little sticker on the back of your car. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like telemarketing. So I did you this. You know where I can get one of those? <laughs> well, it doesn't do you any good. I did this for I did this for two months, and I felt miserable because uh, I I told the guy I was like it's not it's not true. We're st-. see so I wasn't ever telling them a straight up lie, but the deception was in how we presented it. They yeah. thought it was a nonprofit. And it wasn't. It was not a nonprofit. We oh. they paid the police to use their name, and then they give them a, a kickback. Oh wow! So so that's how that works and I would uh, and so I felt really guilty because I'm like these people are thinking that they're giving to a non-profit this is going straight to the police mm-hmm. but 90% of it is going to you know is not that how them. much wow. goes to it yeah it, well they pay a large to be able to use a police officer and
1: order. now here you are outing that organization yeah on this popular show you know, with right. tens of <laughs> listeners
2: <laughs> so I went but it is <laughs> the funny, I went to the listeners. guy and I told him I said hey I feel
1: really uncomfortable uh, with this
2: I'm gonna have to quit and he goes yeah, I asked why and I told him why and he goes just uh, just do. it's how we talk to. You. Just start uh, just do a couple Hail Marys. That's what I do I make it make you feel better. Just do a couple uh, Hail Marys. You were working for the mob. Yeah, I was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was. Yeah, not not. I mean, I don't think that's how that's how it works. Even if I did believe in the Hail Mary just system, Hail Marys. just do a couple Hail Marys and you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: have I have talked to a number of Christians who have who have quit jobs. Based on what they thought was unethical practice, and kudos to them. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, if if you are working for a place and your your company or your employee is is asking you to do something that is clearly against God's word, then absolutely, like you should you should be um, you should be blessed by the Lord to quit that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So much fun!
0: Wow, that was. Um...
1: Listen, I I don't I even think, know if we answered the original question. I know we didn't. We answered I it. I lost it we
0: in the text message. It's there, probably. It's um, there. So. Is there another one? I mean, no. Uh, I, the topic of uh, uh, what our podcast was going to be on today, that's the only other thing I have, but I feel like that's going to be a long topic, so now I'm just like. What what was it? Long? What How was to read it? your Bible. How to read your Bible. I feel like you could make it long, though, Jeremy. Oh, I feel like. Long. We won't make it long. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm timing. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep it short. Becky, put the timer on.
2: He's like, it's, it's, it's
0: on. <laughs> Been, Been on. Been on. Okay, so, um, you know, the last podcast where the three of us sat down, we talked about something, and I said... <laughs> what are we talking about? I said, next podcast, we're going to talk about this. I don't, oh, really? Yeah. And you yeah.
1: don't remember what I it is? I don't remember
2: what it is either. Yeah. I don't have no clue. <laughs> it had something to do about the Bible.
1: <laughs> if if you're listening and you know Bible-ish. what it is, yeah. um, get on the app and submit...
0: The gloves are off
1: to the to the mailbag, so we would remember. <laughs> it was The
0: gloves are off. That's right. Um, we talked about Esther, and we talked about um, how you all had done uh, the podcast with that one guy from that one place. Oh, we don't in sp- that one town. We don't speak Bible. Um, and taking the Bible entirely, you know, how the the whole entire Bible points to Jesus. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. So then we were going to lead into to you know reading your Bible. So, um, so let's talk about reading your Bible. Um, so we're called to read the Bible. But oftentimes we are insufficient in how we read the Bible. Mm-hmm. So first, why do we read the Bible?
2: Well, we're called to keep the word ever before us. Um, we're called to remember the word that's stored up in our hearts. Um, this is something that God tells his people to do on multiple occasions. And I think the reason why is because it's sufficient for uh life. It's it is um it's how God speaks um into the big things and the little things uh in our life. So uh that's that's why I would say why I think we should read the Bible.
0: So how is this not a form of of Eisegesis? Whatever.
2: Oh, you mean like w- whatever. You mean like so <laughs> so taking something and Okay, so what that what that is is right. It's so,
1: isogedion would be inserting your own opinions, thoughts, ideas into the text that aren't really there or weren't originally intended by the author. Um,
0: okay, so let's so, uh, let's back up for a second. Okay. So. Um, Cause you know, Jeremy wrote these questions out, and they're like you have to read through the lines of the questions and make your own questions out of the questions. Well, you, try know, to figure little, it out. you know, a so little. So, do you think that do you it. think that most people like if there was a po- if we polled our church, do you think most people would say that they know how to read the Bible?
2: Uh, no, I don't think most people know how to read the Bible, and and uh, and that's not a slight at the at the church. No, I think, I think yeah. a lot. Okay, so speaking of specifically about women, I think a lot of women have been. Not discipled very well. Have I um, said anything about women? No, I, I am. I know. I'm. I'm speaking very specifically about he's, women. And I the didn't struggle. bring the gloves today. He's no, you don't
0: need the
1: gloves.
2: No. He's. He's. Listen, to what I'm saying. Yeah. It, so. So let the, him. Let
1: him finish.
0: The, he said women and struggle. And yeah. He's yeah. Struggling. Well, you got to listen
2: to the rest of it. I mean, there's a good reason why <laughs> I
0: went black. So
2: I think a lot of pastors have struggled in discipling women. Yeah. And in the church, and I think a lot of women unfairly have been taught that they should not, or it, at least has been implied that yes. that they need to listen how to read. The, what other people say about the Bible. Yeah. Instead so, of reading that for themselves. Instead yeah. of reading for themselves and being to uh, explore without, the scripture. Without
1: saying it, it is implied a lot of times, I think what Jeremy's saying, particularly to women, that you are incapable of yep. interpreting yes. the Bible. Not that you can't read it, but right. lo- that you need someone to help you interpret it. I've had many, many women say, I never, I, I didn't think I was supposed
2: to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's sad. That's, that's a tragedy.
1: Because because we, we are, we're all indwelled by the Holy Spirit. Now, it is helpful to have scholars, commentators, right. pastors, um, to help us understand theologically what's going on, um, e- even some language study. You know, not everybody's going to get into Greek and Hebrew and whatnot, but um, but we're all called to be interpreters of God's word to to not just read it, but to understand it and then apply it. Um, and and that's just like that that takes it from being a monotonous type of habit that's meaningless and just reading mm-hmm. as an exercise, and into okay understanding and doing theology studying and mm-hmm. applying um, what is what is the impact on what what goes through my brain when I take communion um, as I, as I read about that sacrament in, in the yeah, scriptures um, so, so there's there's deep application for all of your life. Um, that comes from the Word of God.
0: So I have a question. So, um, you know, late at night, through the night, when I'm not reading my Bible or um, an, another, a book that I'm reading, um, I like, uh, you know, you you know how you go down the rabbit hole when you read comments on people's posts and stuff. Like I've recently, I'm a part of some different, like Facebook groups and stuff about Bible journaling and stuff. And I've read, so, I've seen several people say, um, people have asked, you know, how do I get started? Like, I, this is something like I feel led to do. And people are like, just open your Bible and start. Reading it mm-hmm. is that not like a very like toxic way of reading the Bible because one you're going to do that yeah and you're not going to understand what you're reading because you haven't like read the context of, you know what I mean yeah. like you haven't like started the you know so if I just open up to Job here and I start Job three yeah you mean then I'm not going to get the huh
2: yeah he made a joke about this recently the Bible roll that just kind of like f- yeah yeah, yeah right. you just
0: or, or you know you look at the back of the book and find a topic you, you're interested in I mean mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, I do that sometimes but. Yeah. um Like, I think that is a very harmful way of reading your Bible, because what that does is it sows doubt in your mind that you don't understand what you're doing, like you're not qualified to do it, you're not smart enough to do it, Mm -hmm. you know, all these different things. So I I think that that can be very harmful to our people, especially new believers um, and people who just don't feel qualified, like, to even open their Bible and read it.
2: Mm -hmm. I I think context is important to understanding what's being written. So I... Um, I used to do the Bible world that thing. I just say God, same thing you had said, like God, speak to me here and, and right. point to right. just randomly. A <laughs> yeah. So,
0: and, and that kind of like goes because then you're interpreting that one little top, that sure. one little passage of scripture, uh, when you haven't looked at the whole passage altogether right. and you know where it's written, who's written by. So I've got a I've got a everything. love
1: hate uh, kind of feeling about it because in one sense, yeah, it can be. Um, kind of shooting from the hip. But in another sense, like if you're not reading the Bible at all, at least you're opening the Bible and reading. So if, if, if it's someone who's going from not reading scripture ever to, all right, they're going to read something.
0: Well, no, I'm not, I mean, like I did that today, like I just, or yesterday, like I opened the Bible and I was like, okay, I'm just going to start reading here in this, mm-hmm. this book. Um, so, I mean, like,
1: I, but like my best advice would be some kind of, um, some kind of methodical, uh, continual reading. So, Along with your church, along with a small group, um, I, I think I think the communal aspect of reading is is helpful. Um, so to have something in your life where you are reading, maybe along with other people, I think that I find that very helpful. To um, so like it at, is really helpful. Like at life. our staff yeah. uh, meetings right now, we're reading a little bit of Proverbs every Monday, yeah. and so like that's that's helpful to kind of do that, and then um, you are interpreting together rather than just on your own. Yeah. So, yeah. Those things are helpful, I think. And and not everybody has to be a seminarian, but everybody is going to be a theologian. You're going to conclude some kind of theological idea from what you read in the Bible. And there're just some some tools that that are that are helpful if you yeah. make, you know, take advantage of them to make sure you're interpreting the Bible soundly. And and, and I would say almost all of that rests in the local church or can be found in the local church. Um, and so it, it's not always just searching online or, you know, joining a, a seminary, but, um, but.
0: Is I'm, it always healthiest coming from a local church? Well, dep- on the local if you're, church. it depends
1: on, yeah, if you're in a healthy church, yeah, then you should have people in your church that want to help you do this. And that's, that's what discipleship is, you yeah. know, help, help me understand what, what God's teaching me through his word. And so th- that's just an admonition. If if you feel like you can't get that from your church, you need to probably find a church that you can.
0: You know, we uh, we actually did, um, who knows when it was, but I do remember that we did a podcast on reading your Bible. We did it at the beginning of mm-hmm. the year. That's right. Good practices. Some, some, year, some year ago. Yeah. Um, and we had talked about that. I mean, I remember you. Um, we actually went a little bit, every, we were all over the map with that one. I think it was this year. Uh, no, I don't think it was. It wasn't?
1: Nope. It was January of 2020.
0: No, right don't, before, don't right know. before
1: pandemic. Don't. Know. don't it care. was in a January. Don't know. Don't care. Because I know. I remember it was like the Bible reading plan. Yeah, we talked about the Bible reading
0: plan and everything. So it probably was 2020. Because I think I started. Listen, in some people that work for it,
1: it. that's way too fast for me. Yeah. My brain can't process that much text that fast. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm a very slow processor.
2: I just like. Why well, I like. I like to. I like to
1: <laughs> chew the proverbial cud. So if you So I, th-
0: I think too, when you do that, like you, <laughs> you really. It becomes more of a checklist instead of a like a oh, 100%. discipline. Yeah. You know, reading your Bible should be a discipline, like a part of your everyday routine, and um, it becomes just a check, check. You know, something you check off, and mm-hmm. I think that isn't always good.
2: Yeah, so my, I th- I think as far as um and not not the jump head, but I know we're 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 probably pushing it on time, but one of I think one of the areas where I know. Early on, as, as a Christian, I had some really bad reading practices. One of them was the opening up, and again, you're right; it's better than nothing. Um, though I there were some other weird ones where I was like looking for like uh, I was a mystic, so like like numerology, like looking for numbers and numbers meant something, and would wouldn't even look so much at the text as I would look for like hidden meaning behind things. You, are you familiar with numerology at all?
0: No, I'm not. Yeah, it's, like, so you're it's, kind of exhausted so, me talking about. It.
2: Well, numerology is like it's. Well, it's like a really you
0: ha- that's a lot of effort you have to do, like to well, go into it and.
2: Well it's it's but it's pretty popular
1: I feel like. I feel like I
0: would w- say so. I would I feel like that I didn't know that that's what it was called numerology. Well I, uh,
1: some some type of obsession on any kind of yeah. subcategory of yeah. theology is is probably unhealthy too because you really want to see the the entirety of God's word as a Christian not just one specific part. Like like I see a lot of like the prophecy conferences and stuff and yeah. not that that's all bad. I'd hate to make a sweeping statement that it's all bad. But like the obsessive like like people that like obsess on the end times I'm just like Yeah. Right. I, I love eschatology, but but I love theology more. Like I, I can't just focus on the end times.
2: So so I, I like there's a guy I like named Hugh Ross, but like the, the everywhere he reads scripture, it's all about cosmology. It's mm-hmm. a, it's the same thing. Right. I mean, it's right. just like everything's about science. And like, they have no, like,
1: they have they have like areas of expertise, which is fine. Right. But to but to make the whole Bible about your one little pet right. topic is not.
2: Well, and you see the same thing in the, in the political realm. Like it's if it's as, as if I read scripture and all I saw was the political. Mm-hmm. It'd be th- right. it'd be the same the same danger. Mm-hmm. But numerology is just a really weird one um, that is really popular. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. Uh, but, but I, I well, I think for me it came from a type of eschatology that was introduced to me that made me interested in like, oh, the numbers mean something, you know. Um, it started with the 666 thing and then just kind of spiraled out of control. Seven. Set, yeah. Three. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of numbers like Nine. I literally i was told that there were numbers 12 13 1 2 3 uh, 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 uh. yeah i was i ten. was 47 ten. <laughs> 10 33 listen there are, there are books on like what each number means and and it's not like there's six sheep it, it well, the definition is oh, there's i just six want sheep
1: our listeners to take note of the time On this podcast.
2: Oh, what does it mean?
1: What does it mean? There's a secret meaning we've built into it. So I just want you to notice that the length of time. Got
2: to hurry up. We don't don't want to miss it. Okay.
0: All
1: right.